Hey folks, John Henning here with the Franchise Radio Show. Thanks for listening in today. Today we are joined by Mark Elson. Now Mark is the Director of Franchise Development over at Housemaster, and Housemaster is a home inspection franchise that we're going to talk about today that's part of the Neighborly family. And I just got a chance to talk with Mark for a couple of minutes before the show, and it turns out we used to work at some of the same franchise companies. So Mark, thanks for, uh, thanks for jumping in with us here today. Oh, thank you, John. I can't uh, can't tell you how much we appreciate being here today. Very excited to be on the franchise show. Yeah, man. We'll get into the uh, the whole neighborly family here in a little bit as well. But I want to talk about you before we get into franchising. Before we get into any of that other stuff, can you take just a couple of minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself personally? Where are you located? That type of stuff, and then just kind of lead right into kind of how you got into franchising. You have a very unique uh, story about how you got into franchising. I think our listeners would love to hear it. Oh uh, wow, yeah, thanks. So sure, yeah, yeah. So I'm in uh, I'm in the Greater Philadelphia area, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, born born and raised, but uh, yeah. So I I kind of I kind of got into franchising. I I almost say by accident. Uh, a little bit of right place <laughs> at the right time. But uh, I was involved with a uh, with a sporting goods organization. Um, was uh, was working there through college and uh, and they franchised. Uh, you know, sort sort of while I was standing there in place. Uh, and because of that, um, I had an opportunity to, to really get in with that organization on the ground floor. Became a franchisee, became part of that part of that franchise organization, and it was a phenomenal learning experience. I just absolutely got thrown into it and learned to love passionately uh, franchising. And so that I think was back at the turn of the century. And since then, uh, you know, been been a been a very um, uh, active and advocate of of franchising. So that's where that's where my career's been. That's awesome. You know, I always ask everybody that question about how they got into franchising, and I hear so many different ways that folks ended up in our field of, of franchise development, and I think uh, it's very rare that I hear someone say, I owned a franchise and my family was part of franchising, and that's kind of how I got into the franchise development side. That's a very unique way of getting into it. It's probably not as unique as I think it is, but, you know, most of the times folks that I'll talk with on the franchise development side, they, they worked at a company um, in a sales or development role, and then a franchise company hired and trained them into the franchise, right? You know, your yeah. your background is probably a little bit different than some of the other, you know, franchise developers out there. So, well, it's funny you say that, but really, franchising has put food on the table since I was a little kid. Um, so, yeah. for my family, for my 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 father, and you know, it's just it's always sort of been the way that that my family made a living. So, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. But you're right. Yeah, that's a good deal. Good deal. So now. Well, I want to jump in and talk about Housemaster. The part we'll talk about Neighborly here in a few minutes. But before that, we get to that, can you tell us a little bit about the the history of the Housemaster franchise company and you know kind of how you became part of that and you know just give us kind of the overview before we dig into the details. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Housemaster as a as a company was founded back in 1971 um, to do home inspection, right? I mean, so when somebody's most often when somebody's purchasing a house, about 85 percent of homes that trade hands privately get a home inspection. Um, so right. founded back in 1971 when, when home inspections were largely unknown, um, really set the pace, set the, the, that whole industry uh, on a track. And in 1979, uh, our founder, Ken Austin, franchised this organization. Um, and, and we've grown ever since. We've consolidated an industry that tends to be extremely fragmented. Um, when it's right. fragmented, you're really dominated by a guy with a truck. Nothing wrong with a guy with a truck, but you know, it's hard to compete with a company like Housemaster that has 300 or so locations across the U.S. and Canada. 
42 years of home inspection experience, um, systems, processes, IT teams, marketing teams. Um, and because of that, we've continued to really grow and consolidate. And that's sort of, sort of how we got to the size we are today. Good deal. You know, and you bring up a good point there, which leads us right into our next question here about the – you already answered it, but I want, to, I want you to repeat it to our listeners so they hear it in a different context. What is unique about the Housemaster franchise? Because like you said, if I go out and get my license, I apprentice with someone, and I do so many inspections, and then I qualify, I can go get a truck and call myself a, you know, a home inspector, right? And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. I've got friends and family that are home inspectors, so I know mm-hmm. the insides of that workings. But what's unique about your franchise? You just answered it, but I want to make sure our listeners are, are hearing it in the context of what, why this makes your company unique. Right. Yeah, no, you make, you make a great point, John. You don't need a franchise to become a home inspector. Like, you can go into the home inspection business by going and taking a course and becoming a home inspector. Um, and if you look at the numbers, the average, and this is, this is published by the American Society of Home Inspectors, ASHI, but the average independent home inspector does $58,000 annually in home inspection. Um, right. The year 2020, I don't have, I don't have our, uh, I don't have our 2021 numbers published yet, but in 2020, in our FDD, our average franchisee does $330,000 in home inspection. So it really becomes what you want to do. If you're looking to build a business, if you're looking to build something bigger, then we can show you the systems and the processes. 42 years of getting things right, 42 years of getting things wrong, we have a very specific track to follow because we know how to build a bigger business. Um, but if, you know, if the goal is just to, hey, I want to do some home inspections uh, a couple of days a week, then, you know, you, you absolutely go get a license and, and, and you know, try to, try to do it that way. You know, what I'm hearing you say here is very common when I talk with folks in the franchise industry, which is one of the reasons, if not the reason that I love franchising is the phrasing of systems and processes, right? It's, it's kind of that uh, what I'm hearing you say, Mark, is, you don't have to get it right until you get it wrong. If you want to build a large business that's, you know, significantly larger than an industry average scenario, then you need those systems and processes and marketing and technologies and training and support. You need all those things, which is really why most folks buy a franchise. You know, um, in my 18 years of doing this, one of my favorite things to talk about quickly here is, you know, there's four or 5,000 franchise companies out there, and if you ask the average consumer to name 100 of them, they're going to name all the big fast food franchises, right? Okay. Sure. Because at best, they might name a, an automotive franchise, which you and I both have experience with, so they might know a, you know, an Amco or a Meineke or something like that as a franchise company if, if they know it's a franchise. But, you know, in your instance, you guys, you know, you're in a, in a huge market in the, in, the, in the United States. You've basically almost helped create in that fragmented world, and it, you answered it exactly the way I thought you would answer it. Um, and we didn't talk about this ahead of time before the show because I knew that was the differentiator. It's, you, know, you can talk about a lot of different ways to grow a franchise, but when it comes down to it, if you've got proven systems and proven processes and the economies of scale being part of a large organization, you're, you're going to start at a, at a period of time where you'd have to go try and do all of that yourself and get it wrong before you got it right. You see what I'm saying? Uh, right. Totally. I mean, you can invest in, in, in figuring it out, right? I mean, if you want to take three or four years to invest the time and the energy and money to figure out the IT systems, the marketing systems, the processes, the wording, then you can do that. Or you can invest in a, in a, in a franchise up front, which allows you to concentrate on what you're good at. What are you good at? Going out and meeting people, going out and taking care of the customer. That's where the money gets made. But, but it's, you know, aside from 
systems and processes, um, a lot of it just is, is philosophy. I mean, we kind of, we kind of learned, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, but we kind of learned that the difference in home inspection or the way to, to, the way to wow a customer isn't with the home inspection. I mean, of course, we have to do a home inspection. We go in there, we produce the report, we hand it to the client, but, but it's the communication. It's the setup. It's the timing. It's the way we interact with them before we ever do the home inspection. Um, and, and what we learned is that that whole process is very stressful for clients, and it seems mm-hmm. obvious. But what most home inspectors do, they walk into the house, hi, I'm Bob, and they start plugging stuff into outlets and flushing toilets. Don't do sure. that. Stop. Sit down at the table. Talk to that client. Tell them what you're going to do. Tell them how it fits in. When we're done, we're going to give them additional services that are going to help make it make sense. Um, and this is stuff that we developed over 42 years. So systems and processes goes beyond just how do I do a home inspection. It goes all the way down to the psychology of what that client's going through. And, and we ended up with an absolutely phenomenal customer service ranking um, year after year after year. Perfect. You know, that's exactly what I was looking for, Mark, because that's, that's what most entrepreneurs are looking for is those differentiators. That's why they take a look at a franchise and say, man, why does this company make sense for me as an entrepreneur? So I love that explanation. Now, I want to jump into in just a minute um, about the, you know, typical franchise owner, like who is it that's joining? But I want to pause that question. I want to do just a little plug here for the company in general, because I know personally the the organization you're a part of is a, a, a very well-rounded home services franchise. So I want to give you just 30 seconds to give us a plug on the neighborly system before we jump into the, uh, the target franchise owner and stuff like that. Can you just tell us, tell our listeners, you know, 30 seconds less, who is neighborly? Uh, great. So neighborly is a franchise management group out of Waco, Texas, a franchise management company um, that's uh, about $4 billion in revenue. Uh, owns, you know, round figures about 20 different uh, home service franchises that they run and manage, including us, including, including uh, Housemaster. Um, and the beautiful part of the relationship in, in being a neighborly brand from a Housemaster standpoint um, is that we're still really, we're still the same company we were all along. We still have that, that, that same kind of small feel in a way, right? We're still doing things the same way we always did culturally, but mm-hmm. we, are, we are now backed by a company that has a 116-person marketing team, last time I counted. We're right. backed by a company that, that can do massive purchases from a marketing standpoint. We have immense resources. Um, we have uh, the ability, we have a, a complete buying team. We can get discounts for our franchisees on cars, on fuel, on tools. So we, we still are Housemaster. We, we never lost that, um, that group, small dynamic of being Housemaster, um, the culture of being Housemaster. But what we gained uh, is just the feel or the power of a $4 billion company. Um, we get to cross market with all of those other brands. Um, and if you think about home inspection, we touch each of them. So the handyman brand, the painting brand, I mean, all sure. of those guys can refer work back and forth. You know, that's what I, that's why I brought it up specifically at this, at this point, because you gave us the history of housemasters. I just want to make sure our listeners realize 
the, the power of what we're talking about. Because, look, 350 locations just with Housemasters, that's huge in and of itself, right? Most franchises never get over 100 locations. So that's a you know, huge feather in the cap right there. And then you plug in all of those back-end resources that – that the neighborly company, neighborly system brings to play here. It's one of the things I love about that family of brands. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Now, I want to talk with you about the, you know, target franchise owner. Like there's a lot of different types of entrepreneurs out there. People want to do different things in their role as an owner. What, what type of owner are you guys looking for for Housemaster? What's your ideal person to be talking with today? Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, most, most of our franchisees are second career individuals. Uh, they're folks who, who, who gain some experience in dealing with people, uh, a little bit of, a little bit of sophistication, a little bit of chops doing something else. And some of our folks are out of construction. Some of our folks are out of engineering, but, but most of them aren't. I mean, most of them came out of sales or marketing or management. Um, and, and the thing about it is, the thing about it is this, you know, we, we have a home inspection school um, at our office in Somerville, New Jersey. It goes back to 1987. Uh, it is you know, nationally recognized. And so we can teach home inspection. Um, in a way, that's the easy part. It's a lot harder for us to teach, to teach customer service, to teach communication, to teach relationship building. So we're yeah. kind of recruiting for that, and we're teaching for home inspection. Now, with that said, um, for a, a, a person who's never picked up a uh, who's never picked up a hammer in their own home, you know it can be a little bit hard to learn. But we really don't need you know kind of construction experts. We need a basic understanding of how a house is put together. We can teach you the rest. Um, about thirty five percent or so of our so most people will get into this by becoming a home inspector. And about 35 or so percent of our franchisees, that's, that's what they do. They just run a simple business, make good money. It's a very high-margin business. We don't have a lot of overhead. Um, mm-hmm. They do a couple inspections a day and, and, and make good money doing it. But some, some 60% of our franchisees are adding staff. Um, and that could be a guy who has, you know, maybe two part-timers in the summer. But we have guys who are running, again, these are the 20, uh, 2020 numbers, but we have guys who are doing $1.8 million in home inspection. Um, we can help you build a bigger business. We can help you build yourself out of the day-to-day work. We can help you um, become, you know, no longer do home inspections, right? You can really manage a team. Or if that's not your goal, you just kind of want to run a simple business, we can help with that too. We need to understand what the individual's goals are. Um, but, but, again, really what we're looking for is somebody who – can build relationships, be self-motivated, can go out and talk to people. It's customer service oriented. It has a little bit of, little bit of construction understanding. We'll teach the rest. Good deal. So it sounds like you're looking for somebody that uh, has those soft skills that we hear a lot about in the development side where they, they're good communicators. Uh, they're not afraid to, to go talk with people or, or network with some other folks. They're not afraid to, to put themselves out there just a little bit uh, and you know you're not looking for something that's going to sit at home all day and wait for the home, the phone to ring, right? You're you want something that's going to go out and and build their relationships in the community, and somebody's going to get out there and make sure that everybody in the area knows who they are and how they can help them, you know, get through that transaction. One of the most important things, you know, that's going to happen in folks' lives when they're buying that home. So that's kind of what I'm hearing. Is that right? Uh, spot on. I mean, part of part of what we do. So most home inspections happen because somebody 
is looking to buy a home and they get a referral from their realtor. Um, right. And so, you know, nationally, we handle a lot of the marketing. We build the website, the search engine optimization, the pay-per-click. Um, we're doing a lot of the social media for our franchisees, and we can do PR, or we can send out uh, email blasts. But at, at some level, you really need a personal relationship with the realtors in your market. And that becomes repeat and referral work. Once a realtor is right. using you, they'll continue to use you. They'll tell other people in their office about you, and, and the flywheel starts to spin. But to get that flywheel to spin, there's a certain amount of you know, kind of looking people in the eye and, and, and saying hello. Um, so you know, uh, that ability to you know, kind of introduce yourself and get to know people is, is really, really critical. Perfect, perfect. Now, I want to talk a little bit about um, just a minute or two on the day in the life of a typical franchise owner. What are they doing every day. I mean, we know they're doing home inspections. That's not, I mean, we will assume that they're doing home inspections, of course, but what other things are they doing besides the actual inspections? What does a day in the life look like? Right. So there's, there's really, there's really three things that a franchise owner needs to do. So, and it depends a little bit on the stage of their business, but assuming someone's starting out, they're doing a home inspection in the morning, takes two to three hours to do a home inspection. Um, they've got a little bit of time in the afternoon if they don't have an afternoon inspection. So they'll stop by uh, the local realtor's office and you know, drop off the box of donuts and give a wave and, and yuck it up a little bit. Then they're, you know, back home to do uh, a little bit of the, um, you know, make sure the insurance got paid and some of the office work that needs to happen. It's a pretty simple business. I mean, really, we don't have real estate. We don't have inventory that needs to get turned over. We don't have right. um, armies of, of employees that need to fix this stuff. We produce a home inspection report. That's what we do and we get paid for. Um, and so and get paid cash on the barrel when we do it. So it, it's a fairly simple business. But those are the things. They're doing a home inspection. They're actively marketing. Uh, or they're at the back end of the business. Um, and as they get a little bigger, what they may be doing is managing a marketing person, managing a couple of home inspectors, um, you know, maybe doing a couple inspections themselves through the week or doing a little bit of the marketing mm -hmm. themselves through the week. But you know, many of our franchisees will build themselves out of the day-to-day -day as well. I want to talk a little bit about areas. There, You guys have been around for a little while now. You're well-established. You're looking to grow, of course, and there's a lot of good areas out there. What are three or four really solid areas that you would say, hey, if you're listening to this right now and you're in these areas, we should talk? Holy cow. Oh, man. So I'll tell you what, if you are in, if you are in uh, Southern California, like you're in, you're in L.A. Uh, or uh, San Diego, man, there is screaming opportunity. Um, if you are in Phoenix, Arizona, scream an opportunity. Uh, the other one I would say, like Austin, Houston, both really need representation. Uh, we would love to bust into those markets, and, and we just haven't. And it's, just, it's funny, we're kind of, uh, we're a little bit spotty on our coverage. Like, uh, you, you know, New Jersey's almost completely filled where we started. Pennsylvania, right. it's a little harder to get in. But you know, there's just a couple of spots, like that Southern California market and those two Texas markets. Um, man, somebody's just, somebody's going to clean up there. That is great. That's exactly what we like to hear is, you know, what, where are you looking for? Because, I mean, you, there's plenty of open space out there where you can talk with people. But I only ask that question just to get that reaction because I know as a franchise developer, there's a half a dozen areas of men. I just wish I had two or three people to talk to in this area because there's yep. such an opportunity, right? So Spot on. I want to get into oh, just real quick uh, a minute or two on the due diligence process itself, right? When somebody raises their hand, so first tell us 
how they're going to reach out to you. What's the best way? Is it, you know, your website and they fill out the form to request info? You know, tell us that part. And then walk us through just the first couple of steps of how they're going to, you know, interact with you to learn more about the franchise. Yeah, great, 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 great question. Um, so, um, yeah, they can absolutely find my contact information on the website, um, right down to my phone number. I mean, if somebody wants to pick up that phone and call me, I will take that call. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's very much a mutual evaluation process for us. Look, we're not a young franchise system. Um, and if we know one thing for sure, it's finding the right people to make the fit is critical. So I will happily talk to anybody who wants to talk about it. But that doesn't mean that everybody we talk to has the opportunity to join the team. Um, the way we will do it is this. The first conversation, right, I really want to get to know about you, Mr. or Mrs., um, uh, seeker, um, and then I'll tell you, you know, kind of answer some of the questions, fill you into the basics of Housemaster. Um, and if it makes sense for both of us, then we'll follow that up with a, a webinar. We'll dig a little deeper. Um, we'll introduce you to all of our franchisees, give you a chance to talk to as many and whomever you wish to get their take on things and their perspective, mm-hmm. which I think is critical. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll invite you to, um, to a Meet the Team Day. And at Meet the Team Day, uh, you'll get a chance to meet all the training folks and the support folks, and they'll get a chance to meet you too. Um, and, and from that, we'll make a decision on whether it makes sense uh, for us to offer a franchise. And then, of course, you know, the, 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 the person interested gets to make the choice whether we're the right fit for them too. Um, but that's the process. Um, it's, it's, it's about uh, kind of slowly and deliberately giving as much information as we can, um, rounding out the picture as much as we possibly can, making sure that they understand the financial uh, investment and potential return as much as we can, um, and then all making good decisions on whether it's a relationship that makes sense. Great. And that sounds like a, a really, uh, you know, client-focused uh, educational process too. But I, I did pick up on one thing that I want to make sure we're clear on because I hear this from, you know, a few franchises here and there. Um, and I like the way you're doing this, is that it's a mutual due diligence process that you're, you're going to be taking a look at those folks the way that they're going to be taking a look at you. You know, you're, you know, you're not going to go, like, knock on their door and peek in the windows, but what you're going to do is you're going to make sure that they've got the right, you know, uh, capacity, you make sure they've got the right background to make sure that they've got the right personality and some of those soft skills that we talked about earlier because you can train them how to do the home inspections if they're, you know, comfortable with that, but you know, when they come to you and they say, I'm interested, it's not a one-way street, and I really I really buy into that. I see – I talk to a lot of franchise companies, and I will tell you, companies that take that approach that usually have very successful franchisees. So that's, that's – I applaud you guys for taking a look at that. I want to give you um, two final things here, Mark. One, give us a recap on, you know, why franchise with Housemaster, and then I want to make sure – that we give our folks your, your web address, tell them exactly what the .com is, okay? So sure. go ahead and uh, give them a recap on, you know, why Housemaster and make sure they know the, you know, three or four of those top-line top benefits there on, you know, why they should reach out and then what's the, what's the best web address they should visit you guys at. Okay. Stop, stop me if I go too long because I do get excited, John. But, yep. look, I mean, look, our, our industry is extremely consistent. People get home inspections, um, and they have and they will every time a house sells or almost every time a house sells. Um, it's a very simple business. I'm not telling you it's easy because it's not. It's just simple. We don't have a lot of moving parts. It's a relatively low investment to get in. Um, and the potential return is really, really strong. It's kind of fun. 
um, you can you can live a lifestyle. You don't have to work seven days a week. You can take Thursdays and play golf because we don't have home inspection emergencies. It's your calendar to to plan as you wish. Um, from a perspective of of why Housemaster, um, if you look at a couple of critical numbers, and these are published in our FTD, but in this industry, we have the highest average gross per franchisee of any of our competitors. We have been around the longest. We have the longest average tenure. Our average franchisee has been with us for 12 years. Uh, 26% or so are with us 20 years or longer. People stay with us a long time. They stay in this business a long time. 23 locations are second generation. They hand it off to their kids. Um, it's, just, it's just a very stable industry, um, and we're a, a very stable and proven entity within that industry. Um, not to mention our franchisee satisfaction ratings, our customer satisfaction ratings are amongst the highest in, in, in the industry. Uh, we have the highest customer satisfaction rating in the neighborly system. Uh, so, you know, we've got some things figured out. We know how to do this business. We've done it before. Um, hundreds of successful franchisees can't be wrong. You know, Mark, a couple of quick things there, folks. I want you to pause this podcast right here, back up about three or four minutes and listen to that section again and listen to what Mark's telling you because I'll tell you um, what he said there when he first started that section was really about the industry and how what direction that's headed. And then he did a real nice segue into why Housemaster, and both of those things are super important because a lot of folks are going to be evaluating this based on the numbers. And I understand because I've been doing it a long time. The numbers are either going to work for someone or they're not. You, as a developer, can't change the numbers, right? What you can do is make sure that they have all of the information that they need to make an informed decision, and if it's a fit, we move forward. If it's not a fit, then we just part ways as friends, and you have a lot more information about how all of this works. That's that's kind of what I was picking up there because I, I loved how you ended that section, Mark, was you know, hundreds of successful franchise owners stay with you for long periods of time when if they're renewal period, they could leave and they don't, right? right. And so I really like that portion of it. Um, make sure you end here with uh, how do they reach out to you? What's your website? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, www.housemaster.com. Um, and if you go there, you can you know check out the entire site uh, really designed for um, people who would be home inspection clients. Um, but if you look up in the right-hand corner, there is one that says, you know, sort of become a franchisee. And if you follow that, a lot of really good uh, information about who we are, and certainly my contact information will be hidden in there if you search around for it. All right, perfect. Well, folks, we were joined here, Mark Elson, Director of Franchise Development for Housemaster. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us. My name is John Henning. I'm the host of the Franchise Radio Show. And, Mark, we really appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you, John. I can't tell you how much we, uh, we appreciate this. I'm a huge fan of the show uh, and, and thrilled to have had the opportunity to join you today. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Thanks.